Stampede. Garner is at number 85, recorded 213-2021. one point or another, this country is going to have to accept the reality of what has happened. I don't presume to speak for anyone, and I can't endorse or condone what has happened in this country. In some small measure, we're all prisoners of the fear, greed, and ambition that has been propagated here. You think you belong to something special. Because you think everyone has a voice in the way this country is run, and that voice is heard at the ballot box. Well, no matter how corrupt our system of voting has become, it can never be admitted to. I may be wrong about that, 
that we're living in a time where everything is above reproach, that there aren't any conspiracies, that everything is exactly as it appears, that everything is real. Well, I've got a feeling a lot of people sense something isn't right. The violence and anger can't be disguised as just a few isolated events, but it's more than that. It's the double dealing with corporations buying up their own stocks on Wall Street, using free money printed at zero interest rates, or even that the money used is nothing more than an illusion, that we belong to a debtor country. No, things aren't going to hold together, and the body politic is slowly breaking apart leaving something less than tranquility. That's the reality of our future. It's disorder, distrust, and denial of what is real. And it's a prognosis for mental illness. Mental stability belonged to something long ago, even with injustice. For a long time, injustice has been a reality in this country. It never was disguised and was a part of our history, and it continues to this day. If you think you're free, well, that's part of the deception. You're part of the system that has used you, leaving behind a sense of well-being. And there are millions of people that feel that. It's the canned laughter in a TV sitcom. It's the cardboard cutouts placed in the stands of sporting events. It's the artificially piped-in roar of fans that no longer are in attendance. It's reality's deceptions today. Mental illness.
Deep down in my heart, I'd fight for your mental health. But somewhere in me, I hear myself saying, won't someone come to save me? Mental illness is wide and far in this country. And I recognize my own pain. I'm duty-bound to overlook my own mental afflictions and continue with my assessment of where we're all headed. Even though I'm flawed, I stand apart from most of you. I'm not like most Americans because I never had to buy into what the system demanded. You see, you were taught to want more. You know, like wanting that big house, nicely landscaped behind a gated entrance with that $100,000 Tesla parked in the driveway. No, I never believed that would guarantee mental stability. Of course, I'm not a big fan of poverty either. However, there is something real about the pain of poverty, that it brings something wealth can't replicate. I still hear my grandmother telling me how my grandfather had to beg for work during the Great Depression. No, you don't get the wealthy and privileged class begging for anything until they start losing. I'm not a socialist, a communist, or an anarchist. I don't believe you've ever been free in the consumerist world. You see, you thought the slaves were freed in 1862 with the Emancipation Proclamation. Well, I'm the abolitionist that's telling you you're the new slaves. I see how you've been degraded into wanting more, to keep working for more. And in that is found the truth of your illness, of your discontent, and even your violence. You've become a danger to yourself. You're the image of a snake eating its own tail. Consumerism has done a number on you. And the truth of the matter is, you've become nothing more than a number.
anecdotal evidence would suggest people are becoming crazy, which is another way of saying this country has a serious mental health problem. Some might even say our culture is doomed. There are those who believe this is the greatest country on earth, but that might be nothing more than a conspiracy designed to make people forget what the left hand is doing while the right is committing some horrendous crimes. And isn't that always the defense of the criminally insane? They always say they never knew what they were doing. And after all else fails, they say someone else caused them to do it. With the mentally disturbed, it's always someone else's fault. That's why everyone carries around a cell phone to prove someone else did it. And that's also why devices are mounted on every street corner to record the actions of everybody and everything that comes into view. They're watching and listening. And that could be a real reason why nothing can be trusted. And that includes the air you breathe, the food you eat, and the water you drink. There's straight-up paranoia running wild. Only trouble is, it ain't paranoia when it turns out to be true. Why should you believe in anything when everything and everyone is out to get you? But don't worry, we're living in the best place on earth. We just have to make a few adjustments and everything will be back to normal. What's that you're saying? Your next-door neighbor committed a horrendous crime, barricaded himself in his home, and committed suicide? No, that can't be true. He was such a soft-spoken man. Things haven't been right for a long time. Consumerism has brought a malady an unattainable demand to want more, preventing us from accepting what's real. There can never exist a sense of well-being with that standard. I'm an abolitionist. I stand on the side of the natural world, free of slavery, not the bankrupt economics of greed and deception, that this country has adopted for 50 years.
I like to think I'm as patriotic as the next guy, but can't help asking myself, where is this country today? And what was it before? I don't enjoy watching a summer of violent riots or the winter's storming of the U.S. Capitol. I didn't count the days of violence, but it should be clear to everyone, something is wrong. And I don't just mean the over 400,000 people dead in this country from the COVID-19 epidemic. Actually, no one should sleep well in this country because things are not going to get better. Nothing seems to hold on flat, dry land pushing dust. Most of my thoughts for a bright future have been removed. You may think you want more, but you aren't going to get more. Oh, there's going to be plenty of something coming, but I doubt if you're going to enjoy it. It's going to take a long time to unwind what 50 years of government debt has produced. And let me assure you, I don't fight for anyone. I have enough just to prevent me from tumbling into the abyss. I'm not courageous. I'd just like to escape my destiny. And besides, I don't carry water for a system I hold responsible for creating this mess. In this climate, it's difficult to find rational people. It's become increasingly obvious. In this world, we're the only species living with mental illness. I mean, a flock of geese behave more rationally than we do. And we like to think we're the smartest ones on the planet. Our illness may actually come from who we are. But I know and understand that this illness that comes to us today is nothing like what was before. We have committed wholesale injustice in the past, bitter crimes, and today our crime is to ourselves. Slavery belongs to all of us, and we all see the result of it. You were taught to work for more, and there was no limit to that. No regard for the limit of human misbehavior. No limit to our mental bankruptcies.
If you think you'll be saved from the chaos by artificial intelligence produced from your machines, that's part of the problem. Those devices you play games with, those devices you talk into, those devices you photograph from, won't help you to find your sanity. No, wanting more in the consumerist world has driven you to the addiction of using a machine based in a process to be followed by calculating the operations of a computer. The rules of the logarithm world and the demands to want more from the consumerist world have produced this mental illness. You aren't going to be safe in that world. It's the illusion you've been taught to believe in, the new order that has deprived you of your mental well-being. The violence and the greed, the manipulation are the result of that. Those systems want to tell you everything will be all right. Everything will be solved with the wanting of more, with the using of artificial intelligence. But in fact, it's leading you to a dark future. You become a number, a tool to be used to further a system that will never allow you to know well-being of contentment. This country's fiat money is used to make you think that you'll be safe, and it won't work. You've been fed lots of illusions, but they can't last, and what is coming won't be pleasant. The saboteurs have arrived, and they have plans on destroying. They've been born from the illness this system has created. They're the children of this illness, and they will be met with those who perpetuated the system. The saboteurs will be hunted by the purveyors of consumerism and artificial intelligence. The saboteurs want only to destroy the system, and the system can only perpetuate the mental illness. Welcome to your future. The saboteurs will claim their righteousness to destroy, while the propagandists will claim everything is all right and to continue consuming. Either way, destroy or consume is your future. The monsters are here, and your future is assured.
This week on Garner Isn't, you heard music from two composers. First, Franz Waxman's incidental music to the 1935 movie The Bride of Frankenstein, The Creation. And then another work of Waxman's music to the 1950 movie Sunset Boulevard, followed by more Bride of the Frankenstein. Next was Bernard Herrmann's suite for the 1962 movie Cape Fear, and then more cuts from the same work. Stampede, written and performed by Edward Garner in Morro Bay and Paso Robles, California.